Well, good morning and welcome to our service uh, from the Burnham Benefits for this Sunday, the 12th of September, which is the 15th Sunday after Trinity. Our service will begin with some introductory music. of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You who do truly and earnestly repent you of your sins, and are in love and charity with your neighbours, and intend to lead a new life following the commandments of God, and walking from henceforth in his holy ways, draw near with faith. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour, in thought and word and deed. Through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault, we are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may serve you in newness of life, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, Confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. And so the collect for the 15th Sunday after Trinity God, who in generous mercy sent the Holy Spirit upon your church in the burning fire of your love, grant that your people may be fervent in the fellowship of the gospel, 
but always abiding in you. They may be found steadfast in faith and active in service. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the prophecy of Isaiah, chapter 50. The Lord God has given me the tongue of a teacher, that I may know how to sustain the weary with a word. Morning by morning he wakens, wakens my ear, to listen at those who are taught. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious. I did not turn backwards. I gave my back to those who struck me, and my cheeks to those who pulled out the beard. I did not hide my face from insult and spitting. The Lord God helps me, therefore I have not been disgraced. Therefore I have set my face like flint, and I know that I shall not be put to shame. He who vindicates me is near. Who will contend with me? Let us stand up together. Who are my adversaries? Let them confront me. It is the Lord God who helps me, who will declare who will declare me guilty. This is the word of the Lord. Second reading is from the letter of James, chapter three. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers and sisters, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. For all of us make many mistakes. Anyone who makes no mistakes in speaking is perfect, able to keep the whole body in check with a bridle. If we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we guide their whole bodies. Or look at ships. Though they are so large that it takes strong winds to drive them, yet they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great exploits. How great a forest is set ablaze by a small fire, and the tongue is a fire. The tongue is placed among our members as a world of iniquity. It stains the whole body, it sets on fire the cycle of nature, and is itself set on fire by hell. For every species of bird and beast, of reptile and sea creature, can be tamed and has been tamed by the human species. But no one can tame the tongue, a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless the Lord and Father, and with it we curse those who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessings and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this ought not to be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening both fresh and brackish water? Can a fig tree, my brothers and sisters, yield olives, or a grapevine figs? No more can salt water yield fresh. This is the word of the Lord.
Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. And our Gospel comes from Mark chapter 8 beginning at verse 27. Jesus went on with his disciples to the villages of Caesarea Philippi. And on the way he asked his disciples, Who do people say that I am? And they answered him, John the Baptist, and others Elijah, and still others, one of the prophets. He asked them, But who do you say I am? And Peter answered him, You are the Messiah. And he sternly ordered them not to tell anyone about him. Then he began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed, and then, after three days, rise again. He said all this quite openly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, but turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. He called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of them the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Not many of you should become teachers, my sisters and brothers, Well, I know that I should have made a terrible teacher. Frances would come home from school and tell me the news of her day. About the child who talked and shouted incessantly through the lesson on fractions. About little Johnny who was inoculating his neighbour with the point of a compass. Those who had again failed to bring a calculator or a pen but had full manicure sets. About the paper flying around the classroom. The ones who had to be marched to the head's office and much, much more. You know, I should simply have folded my arms, put down my chalk, and intemperately explained that I don't care. I have got my GCSE maths and the A-level, and you lot can do what you like. If you don't want to learn, well, it doesn't matter to me. Not one jot. But apparently, you're not allowed to say that, or even to hint that. You're probably not even allowed to think that. In the words of Isaiah, teachers should know how to sustain the weary with a word. James, of course, would have immediately told me to bridle my tongue. He would have declared it a restless evil full of poison. Well, I'm not so sure of that, but I do like his other image of a little rudder guiding a great ship. It is most apposite. For though the main thrust must of course be from the wind and the currents, the influence of the little rudder is significant. 
morning by morning, says Isaiah, he wakens. He awakens my ears to listen as those who are taught. The Lord God has opened my ear and I was not rebellious. I did not turn backwards. This is our rudder, the directional influence on our Christian lives, which although of course themselves can certainly be swept up by the surrounding circumstances, our lives rely on the rudder of our faith to steer us aright. And now I'm going to disagree with James. No, we should not bridle our tongues, by which I mean we should not be silent. The flotilla of Christian ships, with rudders from the same shipwright, our Lord Jesus Christ, must apply their voices to combat dishonesty, greed, corruption, bad government and other injustices. This, by the way, in my view, is not solely the province of the great flagships of archbishops and bishops, but is for all of us. One of the things we know is that many people doing the same, even the same small thing, can have a great effect. Look, for instance, at the tenfold increase in the price of puppy dogs, or less prosaically, the now very wide availability of vegetarian foods. Imagine if at every opportunity Christians spoke up, Christians followed the Lord's teaching, and the Christian was known as a source of good counsel, or if people even wondered once more what their Christian friends thought, what they thought about the world, about life, about the problems of today. In fact, let me disagree with James more vigorously. We, the people of faith, should all become teachers. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, on the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world and let us thank God for his goodness to us. Father in heaven, we bring your church to you everywhere. 
by bringing in our prayers to you, the Norwich Diocesan Clergy Conference to be held this week. We thank you that we may meet, learn and share together all that binds us in your love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Bringing your world to you, we hold in our hearts and minds the inequalities of wealth, education, health care and life chances that so divide us across the planet. Bring us to see how these so deep differences may be healed. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. This week has seen our government bring particular focus to health care for our elderly populations. Jesus, you walked with us during our earthly ministry, healing both the young and old, the rich and poor. Grant us wisdom, generosity and inventiveness that we may provide for the needy and the sick at all the seasons of their lives. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord of all, as the world remembers the events of 20 years ago yesterday, we mourn with those who lost loved ones and friends that day, and we pray for all those who were injured. We know, Lord, that in subsequent and consequent years, there were many lives lost and changed. We grieve for all of that, and we pray for your help as we try to learn to begin to live together. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, we come to you and take a moment's quiet to think of those who need your healing touch. We include in our prayers uh, for those in this benefit who we know to be ill, Mike Tapper, John Lumley and John Crombie. Lord, in your mercy... Hear our prayer. O God of all, including the generations which rise and pass away, give us all the confidence in your promises of eternal life and rest and peace as we remember our loved ones who have gone before us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who feeds birds and clothes flowers, save us from self-concern and help us cast our cares upon you in the simplest of faiths and the completeness of trust. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we conclude our prayers with the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen.
May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and love of God, and of his Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you, be with all those you love, and remain with you always. Amen. Let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen.